cut the music in. Da 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 da. Dun dun dun. <laughs> That's done. Bum bum. <laughs> came into the podcast later so do you how did you listen to Velocity podcast did you listen to many episodes you didn't go back to the beginning i didn't go back no so I this started is listening when you started when we started sort of being friends okay. and from there yeah. um so this is essentially a remake of the original first episode Oh, so, oh gee yeah conceptually i had a really good idea this is one of the problems is i always have really good ideas but i don't have the resources with which to actually make the good idea so the good idea was i was going to take a story from history that had yeah. some sort of almost like fictional elements take it talk about the story as if it was a hundred percent factually accurate and then talk about it as if it was a hundred percent like with skepticism so i'm gonna i'm gonna walk you through the story of the holy prepuce and then we have to talk about it like it's real and then like it's not real and just see where we end up. So oh, do you okay. know what the Holy Prepuce is? Yeah, it's Jesus's foreskin, yo. <laughs> Why do you know that? That's gross. I do. I write no random shit too. I didn't know about it till I started looking up. I actually think I just saw it. I know it there's about the... three of them as well. Oh, oh, there's more than that. Okay. I, I knew there was more than one. <laughs> In the Middle Ages... Uh, the Holy Prepuce went on tour. And uh, they, they claimed that if the Holy Prepuce, if Jesus' foreskin was in the area, you'd have better crops. And then the church started getting kind of a little twitchy because they had about seven or eight different Holy Prepi on tour at the same time. Which is, is that the correct pluralization? No. Okay. I, I guess it would be Prepuces. <laughs> but I, I enjoy... So they say like octopuses and octopi, it's it's octopuses. And I was like, but octopi is so much more fun. So I pluralize ambulance as ambuli. (laughs) Stewardess is stewardi. What about suitcases? Suitcase-i. No, suitkai. The plural, the I plural is way more fun than not. Yeah, it's ridiculous. So the holy... You sound like an idiot saying it. Yeah, I actually think you sound fancier because it's Latin. <laughs> so, like, I hear my I I took three octopi out of my two suit kai, and the three steward I came and helped me, and then we found put them several. In the ambuli. We we put them in the ambuli where we found several pupi. <laughs> I guess it's just a fancy way to talk. That's all. Latin Latin's just fancier. So, anyway, so so they actually started getting uh they started to squelch it. Because they had too what, many the octopi. No, <laughs> the holy prepi. The holy. Okay. They had so many holy prepi out in the world on tour. They were like, it's going to get suspicious. Because if you're in one town and you're like, holy, I just came from this town. I saw the holy prepuce. And then you go another town. You're like, well, no, it's here. I just saw the holy prepuce in this other town. I just came from. So the church actually started putting like a little kibosh on it, so they so that they wouldn't have too many prepi. Isn't that like a little hat? What? The kibosh. Is it? I don't know. I've only ever learned that turn is to like squash something down to stop it. I, I'm really afraid of saying some of the races because I have no <laughs> idea what I'm talking about is the problem. That's important. Racism is intent in the heart, Peter. Oh, good. 
So the the important part is ignorant. Otherwise, I well, I am just ignorant. Let's just let's just be honest. (laughs) I am ignorant of so many things. So Jesus being a young Jewish lad and a good boy, uh, he was circumcised, and so any piece of Jesus is therefore a holy. Yeah, it's a holy relic. So that actually was my first question because I don't know this. I don't know the answer. So you might know the answer. Do families that circumcise their children keep the foreskin? I also don't know the answer. Yeah. So I don't know. So I, I would assume not. Yeah. I think that's weird. That is my thought is this is not the kind of thing you keep. And then we didn't know Jesus was Jesus until he was like in his 30s. So they didn't keep it just in case, or did they know that Jesus was holy? That's a whole other set of issues that I really don't want to get into. We're really going gonna... hmm? like some parents keep like the bit of like, the umbilical cord that falls off babies, right? <sighs> I, I you know you... when you know when you snip them and then they have it attached to them for a while and it falls off eventually. Yeah. Did yeah, I tell you people, about the woman I lived with in university? I think you did. Yeah. So she yeah. kept her umbilical her her placenta. And she kept it in the freezer, and I yeah. said, and I said, why, why, what is that? First of all, because it was it was a big jar with liquid that was frozen, then like an ice ball, because that's how long it'd been there. Go, what is that? And she goes, that's my placenta. All already like a sentence you don't want to hear. Nope. Um, <laughs> and then and then I go, I go, okay, um, why is it in the freezer? And she goes, like I was going to um, put it in, un- plant it under a tree. And then under the tree, it'll help nourish the tree and grow it up. I'm like, your kid's four. Yeah, why haven't you done it yet? So I don't think she ever did it, or maybe she would have had to move out. She was a weird chick, though. Anyways, so Jesus' foreskin, any bit of Jesus, is a holy relic. We know that. Uh, But the the, the question I had is that if we didn't know he was really Jesus, Jesus, until he's in his 30s, how do they know to keep it? So that, that was my first sort of question mark. But we're going to skip 800 years into the future. Yeah. We're going to do some time traveling. Charlemagne. So this is the actual story. Charlemagne is going to become emperor. And he's in church praying. And then an angel comes to him while he's praying. And stops in front of him and says, I have something for you. And she gives Charlemagne the holy prepuce. So what do you think about that? So, so, so this, is, this was my, 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 my premise is, okay, if we take this as factual, this actually happened, yeah. going through the steps, like kind of like what would happen. So what do you think Charlemagne was praying for in that an angel came and gave him a foreskin? I mean, I don't think he was praying for a foreskin. That was my first thought too. I don't yeah. think anyone goes to church and be like, you know what I, I really I want, want my, today? my empressy to be successful uh a foreskin will do it yeah like so uh the biblical description of an angel is also terrifying yeah that was my other thought and i'm like what kind of fucking angel came because they are like like many-eyed multi-headed disgusting sounding beasts yeah so the the description in the bible that i've i've taken is that every time someone sees an angel they're absolutely terrified Mm. and so my first thought was, it's a bloodborne boss. <laughs> it's just sort of like, like a, I have something for you. Yeah, but it'd be like well lit. So you're you're in church and you're praying. Okay, let's just say you're praying for whatever you pray for. So uh, you're praying for uh, more tattoos, or 
<laughs> something like that, you know? Yeah, that's, yeah. An angel comes to you, this terrifying vision, multi-winged, glowing, many-eyed, probably multiple faces thing. Yeah, yeah limbs coming out of Comes to you and, yeah. and then holds out. Okay, so this is actually a very big question for me. Does the angel just have it in its hand or does it have it in like a small decorative box? Uh, so if it's like that kind of like biblical angel, it's in its hand. And in my head, it's also bloody and fresh. Okay. Like like they've traveled through time. They've just got it. Minutes ago. Yeah. Because time has no meaning to, to, to an, an angel. angel. Okay. Yeah. No, that works for me. So, 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 and then, so you're in church and then the, the, this angel comes down and it goes, Mr. Warm Hands. But I'm, I assume, again, like booming trumpet voice. I can't do it. It'd be like, wow. Mm. So like it would have sonorous, like just it'd be fill up the room. And this is an empty church. Here's a human foreskin. Boop. What do you, like, <laughs> what do you do now? Well, because it's, it's, so you, how would you take it? Okay. Would you take it out of the palm of the hand of the angel? Or would you just like hold out your hand and then it would just turn its hand over like it's dropping some M&Ms in your hand? Yeah, I don't know. Like, I first I would go, why? Yeah. So this was this why? was this was one of the points I thought I had was because it's an angel, you can't question it, right? Like, I yeah, think maybe I, they have some. They they see something that's going to happen when you take this. Yeah, like instinctually, you can't question an angel or God. I think. Yeah, I guess I that that would ring true if I was religious. I guess. Yeah. Okay, so like he works in mysterious ways, yes. right? So you're yeah. praying, and then I also I actually had a, another separate idea. Is like, did it come from behind or like different? So you're praying, I assume, to the Manifest to the altar of the church. Of yeah, did it come down in front of you or behind you? Sneak up behind you. Either way is kind of freaky. Land on your shoulder <laughs> and crush you. Yeah. Um. Okay, so then it gives you the previews. I gotta make sure my notes. So I get everything in order. Yeah, also, does it just appear or does it like open like a hole and like a portal through? Yeah. yeah, I I honestly, so my vision, my my version of this is you're praying to the altar and there's a stained glass window and it comes through the stained glass window. So there's like a light and in in, in this stained glass all lights up and then it just comes out of the window and comes down and just sort of manifests itself in front of you. It was my, no. my mental version of what happened. But Charlemagne pissing himself in yeah. that moment <laughs> like unless he's so confident i guess if you're going to become empty you're a pretty confident dude <laughs> he's like yeah whatever oh, see this angel shit. this is just it's a monday yeah, yeah it's a monday and i've now got an extra foreskin <laughs> yeah sweet it's gonna be a good week i once told this story to a guy who who was religious and it was interesting because it's a holy relic but like christians and catholics and stuff they get very cagey talking about it yeah, because it's all this like really mythological, like bonkers shit. Yeah, and then they're trying to make w that everything around that work in their modern everyday life. Yeah, when there's all this like basically fantasy shit happening. I yeah, I just think it's because it's connected to a penis. They can't talk about it. They're so <laughs> sort of repressed. They can't <laughs> yeah, talk yeah. about it because it has to do with penises. Um, <laughs> That I found that always quite funny is that like they're sitting there going like, oh, you know, it's a holy relic. You should be very comfortable talking about a holy relic. It's a very important thing to you and your religion. And they're like, oh, I don't want to talk about it because it's a dick. All right. So we're, we're at the angel. The angel gives you something. I think you take it. 
no question. You take it, yeah, because you don't even understand what it's saying. Yeah. <laughs> You're just like overwhelmed. And then his hand yeah. comes out and goes, Bruh. Maybe it pulls your hand out for you. Like you have no control. Oh no. Okay, so now you've said that. I think it like it it reaches out with one hand and then takes your hand because you're still in the praying position. Takes one of your hands and pulls it towards it really slowly, and then just puts a tiny tiny piece of skin in it and then lets go. Yeah. Creepy as fuck. <laughs> like it's a tiny piece of skin. Like like, and then yeah. I I assume you don't know what it is. If you put a, a tiny piece of human foreskin in my hand, I wouldn't know what that was. No, I would be like, "What is this?" You, you okay. would just assume you're like, "It's skin, and that's enough." Yeah. yeah, just the fact that it's a piece of skin. It's a piece of skin, and you don't know what it is. So, without telling you what happens next in the story, what do you do with the tiny human foreskin in your hand? All right, so I'm assuming like I don't know why I've got it. Yep, it just got put into my hand. You're, you were praying. just now praying, probably for the the greatest empire in human history. Let's say, yeah. Something like so, uh, if if I'm in that place doing that anyway, I clearly believe something. Yes. So I'm gonna take it that this is a gift from God. Yeah. Okay. And I am incapable of understanding what it means or how it will help me, but I must cherish it. So you don't eat it. No. Okay. I. No. My weirdest. There is no urge inside me to eat human flesh. No, me too. But an angel <laughs> just gave me this thing. I'm in church. I my my first thought is, am I supposed to eat this? <laughs> because maybe it gives me a superpower. Maybe I I, I like I, I get like a, a an expanded view of the universe. I get sort of a connection to Jesus that I never had before. My honestly, if you gave me a tiny piece of meat from an angel, I'd be like, I suppose I eat this now. And then like the apple is that you eat the apple and you gain the knowledge that was the the bad thing. But I was like, oh, I think I'm supposed to eat this this tiny piece of meat. And then I, I assume that's wrong. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm now, I think that's wrong. I've now just messed that up. Okay. Yeah, you've now, you're now dead. So Pope Leo then says to, uh, Charlemagne's setting up his coronation and he has Pope Leo come. This is to, to you know, mesh the church and the state. And he says, Pope Leo is the name of a Pokemon. Is it really? Well, I think it's more like Pop Leo, but... Oh, yeah, wow. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> I'm now like that's crazy. A, a little seal <laughs> setting up. The... <laughs> okay, I didn't know that. So Pope Leo is supposed to put the crown on Charlemagne's head yeah. as a thank you gift. Po uh, Charlemagne gives Pope Leo the Holy Prepuce. Oh, so how do you feel about that? Uh, I feel like if that was me, I wouldn't have done that. What would you have it done? It was given to me. Yeah. I would have just kept it. I would have like, yeah, like crafted some special bag or something, <laughs> kept it with me, wrapped around my neck or something near my heart. Yeah. Okay. I, I, for some reason, kept thinking like a decorative box, like a ring box and put it in that. I imagine it is a little perfect ring. Although I know that I know it's not the case, but you could have made well, it put on Kind your... of though. Well, you could stitch it back. To... I think, I don't know how they cut it off. But, I do. They, oh. they pull it and then just, it's like a Oh, just snip it. <gasps> yeah. So then you could make a little ring finger ring out of it. Yeah, you make a little ring out of it. Or you could yeah, put it on a chain. Maybe Charlemagne, hmm. like this is not me, I'm, I'm projecting onto him. Maybe yes. he thought it was a curse and he had to pass it on. Ah. 
Because I my first thought was, if an angel gives you something, you should not re-gift it. That was my first thought. As soon as I heard Charlemagne gave it to someone else, I was like, if you get something from an angel or God, shouldn't you keep it? Like, isn't that the whole point? Unless the angel said to him, give this to Pope Leo, do something with this. But there was no indication that anything was said is the issue that I have, I think. Again, biblical angels, they're basically demons. Yeah. So he could have been like... So he's, I should get rid of this. Yeah. So he's cursing the church at that point, then. That's interesting. Okay. Yeah, maybe maybe he thought, <coughs> I'm praying to God, but Satan answered. <laughs> yeah, I guess if it's got, like, spider eyes and many faces and stuff, it would be really hard for a human to tell the difference between an angel and a demon. As long as they were, yeah. like, bright, you would think it was an angel. Because we've just been, like, attuned to that. Like, bright lights mean it's good. Yeah, right. A solid yeah. spotlight and you're, you're a good person. Okay, so that's all we have because that's all the information they're given. So if we take this story as fact, an angel came and gave Charlemagne a tiny human foreskin. He didn't eat it. He passed it on, and that was like a good idea. Yeah. What do you think the point was? Well, of, of him getting it. Yeah, because like, they don't explain what any of this means. So we, it's all supposition. But if we think this really happened, an angel came and gave him the holy prepuce, and then he passed it on, what do you think the point of that was? <sighs> it's hard, right? I yeah, do because... not see the point of any of this. No. Like, I, yeah, because I, yeah, God. Yeah, again, maybe like this is from Jesus, God's son. And uh, any part of him grants you God's grace. So get rid of that as quick as possible. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Pass, well, pass it on to a man of God mm. who will ensure that he, he, he will, through his preachings and sermons, keep everybody in line under my rule. Mm. And then expand the empire. Yeah, like I've given this this uh, pope, um, like God's grace, which is something that he wants more than anything. I assume probably not though. Mm. Probably wants money and power because let's be real. Yeah, yeah. yeah I mean, he's, <laughs> but, he's an, he ended up emperor not by accident. Let's put it that way. Well, no, the pope. I mean, even. the pope again. The pope <laughs> is the emperor and the pope to me is like the same deal. Same thing. They just got there <laughs> slightly different routes. <laughs> Okay, so then we look at the story again. So again, this was kind of the initial premise of what the podcast, what I wanted to do, was look at the same story again, but it's all skeptical. So we don't believe in angels anymore. Yeah. We don't believe in holy relics. So basically, we start out the story with Charlemagne wakes up, he's got a hangover, and he's got a human foreskin again. <laughs> again. Well, because I, <laughs> I don't think if you end up with a human foreskin, I don't think it's ever really going to be the first time that's happened to you. I mean, it has to be logistically. Yes but. and no, because it's you're clearly living a lifestyle. <laughs> where Maybe you... it wasn't a foreskin, but you definitely had a piece of someone. Okay, yeah, that's fair. So you wake yeah. up in the morning, you got a piece of human flesh. And so my thinking was, uh, he has to get rid of it. So he's got he's to like defer suspicion. He has to... Mm. Uh, transfer anything that like people would be like, what are you doing with this human foreskin or or human flesh? It has to get it off himself to make it seem like he's not guilty of something. It's 
such a small, insignificant piece of flesh, though, right? It's a very weird one. I think it's because it's one of the only ones that gets cut off of you while you're sort of young and innocent, though. Yeah. So that might be the reason why it kind of became a focus back then, whereas now, because of morals have changed, we're all, like, weirded out by it. He's drunk. He's clearly had some kind of wild night. Mm. Have you ever woken up with a, a piece of human flesh? <laughs> Uh, just once. <laughs> no, never. Because <laughs> that would be a wild night. I've woken up with injuries I didn't remember, which is... Yeah, I was going to say, I've woken up missing flesh. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so someone else maybe has it. <laughs> or or it's just left somewhere on, on the ground. Most likely on the on a road. Like, it just <laughs> <Yeah>. fell. <laughs> um, so my thought was he yeah. wakes up with a, a human foreskin, a very small one which actually, again, is also makes it more suspicious. Um, and he's, he's like, I gotta, I gotta come up with a story that no one's going to question. And so, logically speaking, if I say an angel gave me this, no one can turn around and go, really? Because now you're questioning God. So I immediately felt like this was just a cover story. Yeah. And then if he gives it to Pope Leo and says, this is Jesus' foreskin, Pope Leo can't turn around and go, no, it's not. Because <laughs> he doesn't know. And also, he's now again... The logic is, like, you wouldn't question an angel when it gave you the foreskin. Therefore, Pope Leo wouldn't question that an angel gave it to you because that would just be the same as questioning the angel. Yeah, and I'm not just some regular, like, nobody, Joe Nobody. Yeah. Like, I'm, I'm Charlemagne. Yeah. So he's going to offload it onto the Pope, was my feeling. And then, like, yeah. once the Pope has it, then it kind of is a holy relic, and I've covered my ass. Yeah. Although I think Charlemagne's an idiot. Like, if I woke up with that, I would literally just chuck it. In the commode. And not even worry about it. Yeah, yeah. So the fact that this story exists, to me, tells me that something happened. So yep. Charlemagne had something that he gave to Pope Leo at the coronation that Pope Leo then took as being a holy relic. But that, to me, if you want to be super skeptical, something did happen. Otherwise, this story would not... Because if he did, I, I think it's the same. If I'm the uh, almost emperor, people aren't asking questions anyways. If I'm like killing people and stuff, they're like, oh, well, that's what kings do. So you just huck it in the their version of the toilet. It's probably just yeah. out on the street at that point. So you just huck it out on the street, and that's it. There's no like CSI coming to check shit out. No. <laughs> nope. Oh, that's what nope. we should do. We should make a Middle Ages CSI. <laughs> it would be so funny. And then they're walking around just like they look in the room and go, well, I don't see anything. I guess we're going. <laughs> yeah, there's no one here. He's oh, innocent. Well. <laughs> <laughs> and it's just all criminals going, got away with it again. Yeah. Um, yeah, so that does make me think, though, that there was a tiny human foreskin somehow involved with Charlemagne during his coronation. I don't know. So what do you think happened? There's really the last piece of skepticism we can have is what do you think actually happened? So we know that there was the coronation. We know that Charlemagne gave Leo something. We, we can maybe assume that that something looked like a foreskin. Hmm. What happened? <laughs> what happened? I don't think it was even a foreskin. I bet somebody like got drunk and went, oh, but I can s s pull all the skin off my finger. Ah, and then like stripped their, degloved their finger. 
Yeah, like they were they weren't even drinking. They were on like bath salts or something. <laughs> Their version of bath salts. Like meth. Yeah, they were on basically on meth and not feeling anything. I mean, I could see that. Honestly, I could see that. The holy prepuce throughout history has been stolen and recovered multiple times. I don't know if there's an actual one, but the like this is this is again, historically there are there I was thinking this would either make a really good heist movie. Or a really good video game where you have to... But think about a video game as like an open world where you have to like retrieve holy relics. Yeah. Actually like be, they're all weird ones. Yeah. Like get, skins and toenails. Yeah, and like you could get the weirdest ones. And then it formulates into like a big boss that you have to fight at the end. You realize you have to have to fight your own god. Oh, you've been putting it together. Yeah. And then you end yeah. up fighting the god you've created. Would be really interesting. That would be pretty interesting. The thing I wrote down is the church was concerned that maybe Jesus didn't have 18 foreskins. And so they were locked, they locked them away, but then apparently they've been stolen multiple times throughout history and then recovered. 18, is that how many there are? Well, I, I maybe just wrote that down that number as a joke. As a joke. But yeah, I mean, I think any number bigger than one. Any, any number more matter. than one is a lot of foreskins, <laughs> to be honest. If you want to, if it is a holy relic, maybe it can replicate itself. Like, again, we, can, we have to ascribe supernatural abilities to it, to this holy thing well maybe maybe jesus just had one of them really long foreskins and then they cut it and then they went, Shit, we didn't get enough and then they cut it again and they went it's still not enough oh man yeah that's actually possible yeah like if he hadn't been circumcised i bet you could fit like a stack of pennies under his foreskin <laughs> in prisons I forget which prisons. It was a story I was reading the other day. In prisons, there are guys and they're putting... Because uh, in Thailand, they used to put beads or like small marbles. Uh, mm. They used to surgically implant them into their penises to make them um, oh, yeah, like, yeah. ribbed for her pleasure. Ribbed. Apparently, there's there's some prison where they're doing that with like bits they find, which can't be safe. Bits they find? Yeah, like they, they will get like the... the, the they they want to make their stuff ribbed. But I'm just... So it's a prison, really so you know they're... Destroy that dude's ass. Oh, I guess so. <laughs> and that might be the last sentence of this podcast. 